are good to go. So, hey, 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 butterflies. Of course, I say that to my ladies. I know occasionally I have some men tuning in, but that's fine. Nevertheless, we are here, of course. It is me, Coach V. If you were tuning in for the first time, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. Welcome to the Freedom Reigns podcast, okay? It is all about helping Christian women be free from religion in order to tend to the past, successfully date, and win at kingdom love. If I say kingdom love, I am talking about God's love, self-love, and real love, all right? As the self-proclaimed new love strategist, I help marriage-minded Christian women date wisely so that they can win at love. I am a life dating and relationship coach. I'm also an online dating consultant with New Thing Life Coaching, where I help you with healing, tending to the past, unpacking your love box, building a new love language, the whole nine. Learn more about me and this business at www.newthinglifecoaching.com. Really quick, new news. Um, Currently, right now, what's going on with the business and with me, last night was actually class two of New Heart Academy. So that's why it's hard for me to um, keep up with doing the podcast on Wednesdays because that's like typically I would do it on Wednesdays. But Wednesday nights are when I actually do the live classes for New Heart Academy. And it is going to be that way for 12 weeks. Okay, so more than likely y'all are going to be getting this podcast on a Thursday. That is just fine, right? And I missed out last week because I was drained after class one. So class one was Heart Matters. And it was intense, all right? I had one lady jokingly ask for a refund, but she was like, hey, like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't realize this is what I was signing up for. It really took her to a place that stirred some things up. We got to work on our heart issues. Like, if we're serious about wanting to actually, like, be in love, like, if you want a, a real man, a good man, you're talking about a healthy relationship, healthy, successful, prosperous marriage, like, you got to get rid of all the junk and the gunk, right? So, yeah, last week was pretty intense, and then last night, class two was core three, where we're looking at, you know, some of the selfie issues, self-awareness, you know, finding out really who you are in order to be his perfect match, like, New Heart Academy, NHA, this is the one-stop win at love shop, all right? I know that there are so many different things out there today on the market for single women, especially, you know, Christian women. But if you need that one place that is going to help you with dating, healing, communication, boundaries, your daddy issues, abandonment issues, understanding men, your love language, how to intentionally date, finding out your purpose, all of these things, attracting a good man, keeping a good man, how to navigate each stage once you have the good man, all of these things, the New Heart Academy is for you, we are renewing your heart because your current heart isn't allowing you to win and I want to fix that. So that's what's going on. I'll give you the details for that later. Boom, let's proceed. Because over the past few weeks, I have been focusing more and more on all things love. I mean, duh, like I am the new love strategist after all, right? Like, of course, what else would I be focusing on? Um, I had several of you who joined me for Ascend 21. That was that 21-day self-love challenge. And I was helping, um, you know, ladies, as I say, level up. That's what Ascend means. It means to go higher. So I was helping ladies level up in the five phases of self-love that I teach, you know, via New Thing Life Coaching so that they would make better romantic decisions. Because again, when you really do love yourself, like for real, for real, not for play play, not for social media, when you love yourself for real, you want to do better when it comes to romance, when it comes to men. So I really challenge them in five areas to say, hey, 
look at this. Like, because, you know, of course, I'm all about looking at studies and stuff and really, you know, strategies and faith, like all of these things saying, hey, like studies are showing like when your finances are a little bit whatever, like you might date down. And when your physical health, it can, you know, of course, your, your self-esteem and it can cause you to settle. And of course, your social circle, sometimes our blessings are held up by who we are connected to. So just kind of going through all of these things in order to help women. And then last month, I also released a masterclass titled Seven Strategies to Win at Kingdom Love. It is all about renewing the mind and cleansing the heart in order to win. You know, even sharing why I wasn't winning at love, at least at that point. You know, at one point I wasn't, now I am, but why I wasn't winning at love with a good man, yet my clients were and are. You can still access that masterclass completely free of charge bit.ly forward slash seven strategies to love all all together but the actual number seven strategies to love so i am a fan of and an advocate for kingdom love and this is something that i coined via new thing life coaching as an adult strategist because i know that we as humans i see a lot of times like we have different variations and um and ideas of what love is. I realize that we we do it in different ways. Like a lot of us, like we love differently. You know, I'm not just talking about the five love languages. I used to be that person that would say, well, love isn't always enough. Yeah, I did love him, but it takes more than just love and all this other good stuff. And you know, being okay with relationships ending um, or you know, people going their separate ways because it needs more than love. But the more I started to think about it, and again, as I'm really, you know, focusing on, you know, this area that God is taking my coaching business and what I'm supposed to be doing for single Christian women. And again, as the new love strategist advocating for kingdom love, how does that work? If I'm going to sit here and actually now tell people and advise them like, hey, love isn't always enough. And when 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says the greatest of faith, hope, and love is love, then how is it that love can't be enough? And it's crazy because Hebrews talks about without faith, it is impossible to please God. But yet 1 Corinthians 13 is saying the greatest of faith, hope, and love is love. Well, we know that 1 John 4, like it says that God is love. So again, the issue with love is that there are different variations of and ideas of what love is. And so if you love a certain way that is uh, maybe not the best or you know it's not accurate or maybe you're not clear on what love is, then in that case, then no, love isn't enough. And this is why, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the, I used to say, I think like I said something stupid when I first started out, like I was the LDR coach or LSDR, life singles, dating and relationship, because I, I work with women. Some, you know, just want life coaching. Some just want, you know, trying to navigate as a single. Some want dating coaching. And then, of course, I have, you know, couples that come and they actually want relationship coaching. So I didn't really know how to combine everything when I first started out coaching. But then it was like, you know, God showing me like, no, love, all things love. People today don't know how to love. And I was like, okay, and people don't understand. Yeah, God, you're right. Like there's a strategy to love. Like there is a lost art in a sense when it comes to love. And it's like, if we can get everyone to love properly, then we will realize that yes, 
love is enough. So in cases where kingdom love isn't present, then no, love is not enough, okay? And a lot of times I get so frustrated when I see women who accept the love that a man gives because, well, because that's the best he can, or at least it's love, or well, he's trying, well, he's loving me the best way that he knows how. Well, who knows? Maybe I was asking for too much anyway. I don't like it. I don't understand it and I want to change it. So when I say kingdom love, that is the winning combination of God's love, self-love and real love that are all displayed in a relationship or marriage. And it's what I want all of you to win at. Everyone right now under the sound of my voice, everyone who is, you know, a subscriber, um, a sponsor, whatever of the podcast, everyone who is subscribed to the mailing list, everyone who was in the Sash Tribe, following whatever, I don't really care. I want all of you to win at Kingdom Love, but it's difficult, it's a little bit hard to do if you don't comprehend the holiness of this trio of Kingdom Love and how they must all be present. And not understanding it is why and how many of you aren't doing good in the dating department, okay? It's why many are still single. So here's the thing with God's love. Recap very quickly, and I'm gonna get into the second component of kingdom love for this series. So the thing with God's love, it's pure, right? We know that God's love, it does not have to be earned. It's amazing, it's beautiful, it's powerful, it's encompassing. It, again, just like his peace, it surpasses what we are even able to comprehend and explain. There are times that the love of God is palpable, like you can literally feel it. Like this is a love that you have to experience. If you are a child of God, if you are a Christian, you have to experience God's love. You have to dwell in it. And once you experience it, it is going to cause you to love yourself better. And when you love yourself better, this is how you develop self-love as a woman of God. And real self-love shows up in how you care for yourself. Real self-love is evident in those five ways, those five phases that I'm always talking about. Like that's what Ascend 21 was all about. Physical health, right? Like you care about your body, how you treat it, what you put in it. Again, that goes for food, men, the whole nine. Financial status. You make sound financial decisions. You're a good steward of your money. You don't have a poverty mindset. It's realizing like God did not come for you to be, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and for you to be broke when Jesus says, hey, I've come so that you can have life more abundantly. So you want to be good in the financial area. Emotional being. Like real self-love shows that you are in control of your emotions. You're careful to let anything have power over them. Mental health, you protect your peace. You make adjustments as necessary with family, friends, men, the whole nine. Social circle, that is a part of self-love as well. Like you are mindful of who the heck you surround yourself with and who you allow in your circle. Again, making adjustments with who you let get too close to you. These things all reflect the love that you have for yourself. And it first starts by realizing how God truly views you. First of all, or should I second of all, whatever number we're on. And not only that, outside of, you know, dwelling in God's love, the thing also when it comes to self-love, you want to display it. And then when you're at a good place, guess what? As you're out here in these dating streets, you also get to pay attention like, hey, does this man love himself? Because we make everything about self-love and, you know, I'm leveling up and I'm, you know, tending to me and whatever, all this other good stuff. 
you have to pay attention to those five things in men as well. Does that man love himself? How does he, you know, treat himself? How does he take care of himself? Like all of these different things, you have to pay attention to all of it. All right. So after you dwell in God's love and then you develop self-love, then we get to real love. What a man, what a good man, what a bomb man, what an MVP as I like to call them, right? That is a love that is based on the emotions and the hormones and the chemicals, all of that stuff that come from being in love coupled with the action intent principle, the intellectual decision to actually choose that person and allow your love to be evident in the actions. Again, this works, it works both ways. Like it's not just one sided. We're about to talk about that. Real love with a good man. That is a love that is healthy, safe, like one that can only exist when you love God and love yourself. And you know that God loves you as well, because then that means you don't accept anything that goes against his word and his love for you. Right. And we know that Jesus said that we have to love the Lord our God with all of our hearts, all of our soul, and all of our mind. That means we must also love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Kingdom love represents all of this. So yeah, in some cases, love is not enough, but kingdom love is enough. Because kingdom love, it's a man and a woman who both understand and dwell in God's love. They both love themselves fully and for real. Therefore, they are able to love each other accurately. This love is enough. So I'm doing this series right now called Kingdom Love, The Ultimate Goal. And I have seven components that are tied to kingdom love. And if you tuned in, like I said, I skipped out last week, but the week before last, I kicked it off with part one, which was grace and mercy. And I even explained the meaning like behind my logo, right? Like, you know, like all the different colors and why the hearts are inside of each other. Like, go back and listen to it. Even as a single woman, let me tell you this. If you are single right now, if you're like single, single, if you're single and dating, if you're single and kind of seeing someone or whatever, you should be evaluating all of these things so that you can choose wisely. If you're still single, that means you still have time to redo, undo, whatever you want to call it, right? I don't care about modern day relationship goals. Okay, I don't, okay? I see couples and I'm like, oh, I think they're such a cute couple. And you know, I might be like, oh my God, I, I just, I love the way that he, you know, loves her. I love the way that they do little cute little things. I just think they're such, you know, cute. I don't care about those things though, cause it's not gonna be my relationship goals. I don't live with those people. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I don't know what Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey are doing, okay? Like, I don't know what the Obamas have going on. I don't know what life is like with, you know, Beyonce and Jay. I don't know what life is like with Papoose and Remy Ma. Like, none of these people. We are way too focused on what others have going on, what's worked for the single sis, you know, over here and even though she's abstinent we don't know what what like we're too focused on how this woman got her man and how god forgave and still blessed this person blah 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 like we are too focused on what is working for other relationships and i did the love goal series last year to help women understand like what the goals of love should actually be but i'm back now because i want you to know what kingdom love is so that as you successfully navigate the waters of modern dating, I really need you to choose wisely. A lot of you, you screwed up enough, like enough is enough. I need you to bypass anything and anyone that does not embody this, okay? So the second component to kingdom love is that it's selfless. Kingdom love 
is selfless. And when you look at the actual definition, it's pretty simple. Like it is defined as, you know, being concerned more with the needs and wishes of others than with one's own. It means you are unselfish if you are selfless. Now, what some of you are doing wrong is that you assume that it means not thinking of yourself at all or thinking of yourself less, which yes, it is selfless, but it's not just completely abandoning and rejecting everything about yourself, okay? Like you can't make everything about the man and then you neglect your happiness, your needs, your desires. I see this all the time with my ladies that have abandonment issues. People pleasing is a huge symptom of abandonment issues, okay? And then on the other hand, what I see is that some of you are so about self that you stay tuned into that WIIFM station. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? Well, what is he gonna do for me? Well, this is what I want. This is how I want to be courted. This is how I prefer things happen. This is what I desire. I mean, well, I explained to him from day one that what I want and what I need and what I, 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 I'm like, oh my God, shut up. You can't say that you want love. You can't say that you want real love. You can't say that you want kingdom love Yet you don't even care about the man. How does that work? I don't understand. Like, Lord help me. This generation <laughs> and this whole I am the prize mentality, I am so over it. It's like, ugh, like it makes me gag. Like it's sickening. This I am the prize mentality is what keeps a lot of women single because yeah, they're just they're just not getting it at the end of the day. In New Heart Academy, there is an upcoming class called Dual Prize Mentality. Like you have to know how to treat a man, first of all. And if you go into it saying, well, I'm the prize, <laughs> that's selfish. So you're already losing at Kingdom Love because Kingdom Love is selfless, right? So selflessness, what does that look like in a romantic relationship? right? So we know that a relationship can be any kind that exists between two people, right? Friends, dating, courting, getting to know someone, whatever. So there are relationships and then there are couples. I explained this in part one. Couples, that means like we together. We are together. Like we are committed to each other. We are no longer two individuals trying to figure this out we are one like we're saying like we are together together you have to understand that a relationship without selflessness it cannot thrive now it can survive absolutely right but it cannot thrive because you'll find yourself constantly in arguments because one person is complaining about their needs not being met like either you sis, like you're gonna be mad because it's like you're always repeating yourself and you're not getting your way and he doesn't do this but he knows I need this. Well, I've told you time and time again that this is what I need, da, 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 da. Or you will find yourself frustrated because maybe he's always repeating himself. He feels like you're not listening. You're not keeping in mind certain things. Remember, the goal is for both people to be encompassed in this kingdom love, okay? So when you go from, you know, we we're dating or we have some type of relationship, then you willingly become part of a couple. And that means that you are 
indirectly saying, like whether you verbalize it or not, but what you are pretty much like you're indirectly saying is, hey, you, sir, and this is what he's saying too, like I'm looking forward to growing with you. I'm ready to see where this goes. I want us to go higher. Like, no, things will not be perfect, but I'm here. I've got your back. I don't plan on going anywhere. And as believers, it's understanding that kingdom love is saying, I want to serve you. I want to help you. I want to assist you. And I know I probably lost some people even at the serving part. But again, that is what Christianity is all about. Nowhere in the Bible does it say like you only serve your spouse. No, Christianity is serving in general. Let's be clear. Because if kingdom love is on display, then that means that God's love is in the midst. Amen. Like, and it's going both ways. Mutual servitude. And I laugh because I hear a lot of women today. And I'll be honest, I, I said this like several years ago. I would kind of whatever. But I hear a lot of women today. I'm not building up no man. I'm not helping a grown man. You need to come come with it, have it all together. Well, guess what? And that's fine. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just here to open it. But what I will tell you is this. If you're not willing to help a grown man, you're not ready for marriage. You're not ready for marriage God's way because the wife is created to help. And the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that you can build with without building them up. Nobody says build a man. I didn't say you have to do everything for him. You got like all of these things. Because now I'm at that point where it's like, oh, this is what you're working on. Boom. I don't mind helping you with this. Like, I don't mind showing you a thing or two and da, da, da. like, that's what it's all about. And again, perhaps you helping in one way and area, if you actually did your work and you choose wisely and you have a good man, you have a valuable person, <laughs> then guess what? He's going to be assisting you in another area. Y'all will serve each other. It's mutual. So take nothing that I'm saying as an excuse for doing nothing but give, give, give while he just takes, takes, takes. Or for you to just take, take, take. But selflessness via kingdom love is saying, I'm going to think about the other person and their needs and their wants before I make it all about me. Does this make sense? Like, what happens is when you enter a relationship and you tend to the other person, guess what's happening? They'll end up doing the same thing in return. Again, if you chose wisely, this is all about if you, you have to choose wisely. But they'll do the same in return and then you will realize that there isn't much arguing or debating about who's doing what and not doing what. No, but the key is that you have to find a man with character, a man with godliness, a man with good fruit, a man who was also dwelling in God's love, a man who has developed self-love. Like, again, this is what I'm teaching in New Heart Academy and how to transform women into being a woman that a good man is going to want. You have to start showing selflessness now, ladies, even while dating. Stop making everything about you, your wants, your desires and your preferences and getting upset because men aren't checking all the boxes. This is why a lot of you are tired and burnt out from dating. 
This is why a lot of you are tired and so frustrated with dating because you're going into it making everything about you and how you want things to be done and what you need and what the last person did and I'm not dealing with this again and I'm getting older and womp, womp, womp. And then it's like at the first sight of him not doing what you have deemed to be like a duh, like duh, he should just know. Then you're like, mm -mm, thank you, next. Really? Because that mentality is worldly and it'll keep you single, one. Like you talk about what you're not gonna do for a man that hasn't committed, proposed or changed your status, but you want him to prove himself to you before he's committed, proposed, or changed your status. Make it make sense. <laughs> there are some heart issues that are running rampant today, okay? Like they are running rampant. And then two, have you taken the time to not only communicate, and again, if you're not even dating, then keep this in mind, but you have to take the time to not only communicate what you need, want, and desire, but you also have to ask him, what do you need, want, and desire? Like, can you show that you actually care and that you're not selfish? Because making everything about you and refusing to think of another, guess what that is, class? That is selfish. Not one more time do I want to hear, well, I'm the good thing. I'm the favor. That's what the Bible says. That's why this podcast is called Freedom Reigns. Freedom Reigns, like being free from religion so that you can win at love. Like some, so many of you are like so religious minded and it's not working. Like stop showing the spiritual side. I've said that before, as in your spirit. You're not showing the Holy Spirit. You're showing your spirit. And some of you have some ways and some spirits that are detrimental and it's not helping you in your single season. And I know a lot of people have not taken the time to distinguish between soul and spirit, but it's those are two completely different things. <laughs> we talked about that last week in class one of NHA, like literally how our heart is comprised of faith, spirit, science, and beyond, and how all aspects have to be considered when it comes to love. And y'all know I've repeated this a lot. Like most of my clients, large majority, like, Dang near all of them. They have abandonment and or daddy issues. And because of these issues, a lot of, and again, I suffered from these things previously too, and a lot have done the most for the wrong men. Again, people pleasing, doing whatever to keep a man, dating emotionally unavailable men, having sex the whole nine, just even if you don't really want to have sex and you already knew that God was pulling you into abstinence and purity, but I was like, oh, but I really don't want to lose him and he's not going to stay if I, Yeah. So a lot of my ladies have gone through that and then it's like they have yet to forgive themselves for it. Instead, just determine that their next and what they say, my next relationship is going to be my last relationship, that their next and final relationship is going to go a certain way. Well, I already know because I already wrote the vision. I've already prayed that my husband approached me as such that he's going to do this. He'll say this. I'm going to know it's him because of like, and I've already told God I got it written in my prayer journal. I sleep with it underneath my pillow. I pray over it every single night. There are reasons that a lot of women are this way. There are reasons that they are the way that they are and why they've done things the way that they've been doing. And I'm sure this applies to many of you. And it's like when I explain, you know, like, hey, well, this is why you do this. It's like they get it. And it's like, oh, OK, that makes sense. But just because you grasp what I'm teaching, that doesn't mean, oh, well, now I got a free pass to, you know, do certain things. 
because now I understand, oh, this is why I do this. No, at some point you got to grow up. At some point you got to grow up. And what we also have to keep in mind is that we have to keep in mind that it's not just females in this generation that, as I've said before, it's not just us that maybe came from broken homes or, you know, we have things from our past that we've endured. It's like we forget that the men out here, our counterparts, they are trying to love again. They are trying to find love. A lot of these men are trying to heal and deal and move forward. They're trying to grow and learn like all of these things. Grace and mercy. Is that not what I taught in part one? Grace and mercy. And you have to be selfless. But a lot of these men have been hurt before too. And they're still out here trying. And a lot of you, y'all give free passes to your best friend who you know that she is just crazy with the way that she treats men. And y'all will laugh at it and make jokes and excuse her behavior because, oh, go best friend, that's my best friend. But then the way that you treat men who might, I don't understand. One thing I was thinking about was Isaac in the Bible. When Isaac's servant, should I say, he prayed for a wife for Isaac. It's like, and Lord, let the woman who she'll come out here and she'll even offer water for the donkey and all this other good stuff. The character of Rebecca was unmatched. What she was willing to do to serve a man that she didn't even really know. She didn't go into, well, what am I going to get in return? She was selfless. And her selflessness got her a husband, a good one at that. We make everything about Boaz. Like there are so many other great men in the Bible. Like, and Isaac was like, come on, like that was the promised son of Abraham and Sarah. Like Isaac was a good man. <laughs> Rebecca was selfless. I remember a couple of years ago, I did the, um, the getting it on experiment as I called it. And it was really just talking about like, you know, me coming across so many Christian women who were just like, Nope, not dating. And I don't know if I'm allowed to date and waiting on God and whatever else. And I was like, no, I want to challenge Christian women to get out there more and just date. So I spent a lot of time interviewing a lot of men, only Christian men. I didn't care about, you know, their actual status, but interviewing, you know, Christian men to find out like what they want and what they feel and, you know, what they like and dislike, you know, when it comes to women, like, you know, if a woman does this on a date, you know, da, 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 da. And hey, for those who are married, like, how did you know that she was the one or what would make you want to continue on with the one? Like going through all of these things. So I combined all of that information along with, you know, my expertise and my professional background being a certified dating coach and relationship coach. And then I wrote the getting it on ebook. And I put all of those things in the ebook. So it's like, it is that ultimate guide for the single Christian woman who is trying to like navigate dating in the 21st century. And one thing that I learned with doing that experiment was the general consensus from men on deciding to be with a woman and commit to her was thoughtfulness. Thoughtfulness. And now while some of the men, they may have worded it a little bit differently, they agreed that thoughtfulness from a woman would change the game. Their whole thing was a woman who pays attention to what I like and what I want you know, a woman who does something occasionally, you know, solely because she knows that I prefer it. 
or a woman who might offer to do this, even if I don't allow her to. But just listening to these men, you know, again, some of them dating, some in relationships, some married, you know, and good men, it wasn't just, you know, not trying to be funny, but it wasn't just, oh, let me interview a man who says that he's Christian. Like, no, I wanted to interview men of good character and listen to what they had to say and to hear these men talk about, yeah, a woman who would do something like this, that is the kind of woman that I would actually pursue. That's the kind of woman I would want to be with. Oh, that's what made me propose to her. That's what actually made me marry her. So like you want a man to treat you like the woman you are, then how about you treat him like the man he is? Huh? We have to understand that kingdom love represents God. We have to understand that kingdom love is pure. Kingdom love is patient. It's beautiful. It's mesmerizing. So then you have to understand that your actions towards a man, a good man, they must be the same. They must reflect God. They must be pure. It must be patient, beautiful, mesmerizing. I get that some of you have been hurt before. But kingdom love is refusing to make one man suffer all because you have not dealt with your your wounds. Kingdom love is refusing to make a man suffer all because you have not dealt with your wounds. It's not making a man wine and dine simply because you're a woman. Look, I love us, but I've said it before. Some of us have become very entitled. We have. A lot of us have become very self-righteous. We have. A lot of us, we've made everything about us. A lot of us, we become very selfish, all because of from the past. Men from the past and whoever from the past. And as I've said before, a good woman, a woman of noble character, she is one that doesn't have to post it. She doesn't have to add it to her Facebook bio. She doesn't have to put it on a t-shirt. It shows in her character. It shows in the way she treats everyone. And like I said, a lot of us, we allow our families, families, our family, friends, whatever, we allow them to get away with so much. But the pain from the past and all these different fears will have us causing men to like jump hurdles. Well, I've been hurt before and I don't want him to do the same thing. So we'll like annoy a man and stress him out making everything about us. <laughs> Don't even get the ring. Name change, nothing. One thing that I have been honest about here recently, more, more and more I've been honest about, is how my emotional instability has ruined past relationships. And I was emotionally unstable because of hurt, pain, and whatever things that I've gone through. Again, yeah, I had my daddy issues, my abandonment issues, never tending to those things and healing from them and then taking those into relationships. And yeah, unhealed. Wounds wide open, bleeding on these men, doing the most. Couldn't control my emotions because I wanted love so bad. I just wanted a man to stay. Sometimes it was painful that I just could not be loved the way that I desired. But I had to realize my desires were not healthy. I was not in a good place at all. And I did what I hear many of many people 
do and say today. Well, I love hard. There is no such thing as loving hard, okay? That's not healthy. This is why self-love is so important. And I just want you to know that you are the prize, absolutely. But so are they. So is he, whoever your he is gonna be. And I need you to freely give a man what you're wanting a man and God to give to you, selflessness and love. And obviously knowing these things now and adjusting accordingly, they will pour into your marriage. I say it all the time, your title changes overnight, right? But the mindset shift, that's what takes place now. You have to take on a wife mentality as in starting the transformation process now. I hear a lot of women, oh, I'm, you can't walk around in the spirit of girlfriend. I'm a wife. I'm a wife when he finds me. Okay, well, you got to act like it. <laughs> Look, each week I'm going to be back with another component or aspect of kingdom love that you should know, desire, and seek to implement now in this season, whichever one you're in. If you want to win at kingdom love, you have to renew your mind. You have to renew your heart. Because again, once you renew your mind and your heart, the game changes for you literally, I promise. It's like you attract a whole new breed of men once you renew your mind and heart. Seriously. Again, access that masterclass if you haven't already. bit.ly forward slash seven strategies to love. Remember, I'm the new love strategist and I am a coach that is here to help you win. If you know that you have some work that needs to be done, Come on into New Heart Academy. Again, that 12-sector academy. Best believe, again, it's academy because there is work. But it is going to really help you when it comes to renewing your heart to win. That one-stop, win-it-love shop that has helped ladies before you find and win at Kingdom Love. You can get the details at www.newthinglifecoaching.com forward slash NHA. Of course, if you are not already, come into the Sash Tribe on Facebook. Thank you to those that support and subscribe to this podcast that share the podcast whatever else i just i love all of you i don't care if you've never made a purchase even the fact that you support tune in and share that matters as well but listen you all be blessed i pray that you all have a fantastic thursday all right and i will talk to you all later Bye bye